Welcome back. Bill Michaels show on this Friday. Good to have you. Good to have you. Enjoying the day? I know I am. Um, a lot because of Giannis's wrist injury. And remember, Budenholzer said that it was clean and, uh, you know, it looks good. You, you know, just going to see how it is the next couple of days. I know that the, the MRI was going to be done with the you were more concerned about a break than anything else uh, at that point. So I would assume if it's more swollen or sore, there's more issues with it, then maybe they'll delve further into it. But you're kind of w- wondering how he wakes up today and feels. But uh, a lot of questions about what this means for Team Giannis. Um, my guess is if the wrist is not feeling good, the uh, the Bucks are going to say, no, you're not going to play. You can be there. You can participate and enjoy all the festivities and wave to the fans and such. But if you've got a wrist injury, we don't want you taking any shots in that thing. The All-Star game doesn't matter. Pride, I get it, but the All-Star game doesn't matter. What matters is the ability to win a championship in Milwaukee. And if you've got the 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 larger risk now because of an injury of furthering that injury or what have you, then chances are they're going to say, no, nah, baby, now you're going to shut it down. So my guess is that, um, you know, Giannis is, you know, unless this thing is just, eh, it hurt a little bit, I'm, it was bruised, I'm okay, no big deal. Uh, my guess would be that Giannis would not be playing in the in the All-Star game. But Team Giannis, he'll still be there. Still accept the accolades and what have you. So there's nothing wrong with that. I, hey, go. You know, the only thing that you can be concerned with is flying. Because when you fly, you know, if you've got an injury, it tends to swell uh, when you fly in those pressurized cabins. So um, that would be my concern if I'm, you know, Bucks management, that I don't want my guy, you know, jumping on a plane. But, you know, it is what it is. But I, I Giannis, I still think Gian, Giannis just knows – on one hand, he knows he's a pro. He knows that the team and the the hopes and dreams of championships and such rest upon him. He understands that. But Giannis also, man, the dude's like a kid at heart, right? He just wants to be a part of it. He just wants to go enjoy it, soak it up. And rightfully so. He's earned that right. So my guess is chances are that he's going to be there. But if that wrist has any any significance to soreness and or injury and such, then chances are he's not going to be playing. So um, anyway. Uh, so that's it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, Adam says, uh, Rogers, old news. I hope he's traded. Okay. Teach his own. Um, we, we already did the poll as to whether or not you were wanting to see Aaron Rodgers traded. My question would have been, um, had, and, and this is a hypothetical, but had, Rodgers come off a really good season in which they just failed, maybe like the defense and Joe Barry were bad or what have you. Had he come off another MVP type of performance, would you want to see him traded? It made it easy for that poll to say, get rid of him because you all believe that he's on the downside of his career. He's on, you know, and and for the most part, you're true. It is the backside of his career. But had it been a year in which he played extremely well, it's just that the team itself fell short in some areas, then I think maybe that, that sentimentality is a little bit different, but um, he still dominates the headlines. Just does dominates the headlines. Um, This is, uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, um, what do you make of Aaron Rodgers attacking the media bill? I know that many of you have been critical of Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
Well, let me stop you there. I I don't know about the word attack, but I don't understand for a guy that claims that he doesn't listen to it and it's, quote, white noise, but yet goes on a radio show every week to then jump into the white noise and talk about it. It, I, I, there was a quote that said something about nobody in his inner circle was talked to Schefter or talked to Rappaport or anybody else for that matter. He speaks for himself. You know, he said, I speak for myself. And, and I applaud that because he does. He tries to come on Pat McAfee and have a very honest and frank conversation. But there are things that he says. And he's he's he does get cryptic on his answers. You know, so um so you kind of bring it on yourself. I, I you know I, I don't know what else to say. You, you kind of bring it on yourself, right? You can just say, I don't worry about that stuff. I don't worry about what they say. You know, and he, when it came down to, and Ben, what did you say that Rogers, what is it, what was his answer when McAfee talked about the whole going into the darkness thing? And he said, well, it's not Thursday or Friday or Saturday or something like that. I forget exactly, but I, it was initially reported that he would go in on Monday and he just went off about how they were wrong. So he said, uh, I'll go in in the, in the coming days. Okay. So instead of saying, I'll go in in the coming days and leaving people guessing and wondering, and because we all know he has stated that when he comes out, he'll have clarity as to what he wants to do. My guess is he's saying this, that really everybody else knows what he wants to do behind closed doors. Okay. Um, even when we had Pete Doherty on earlier, he kind of made the same assessment that, yeah, it's, you know, maybe there's some details that he wants to think about, but for the most part, you know what you're going to do. We all know what we're going to do. We all know when we're going to retire. We all know. And you may say, you know what? I may have one more year in me, but I don't think you walk away from year after year after year going, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, money does different things to different people. I understand that because if you've got enough money that you can do, that you could basically do nothing the rest of your life, okay, maybe you have a decision to make, but you kind of know what you want to do. You know, what you enjoy, what you love, what you what you want to work at. Maybe you talk more about, okay, the work you have to put in in the offseason to coming back. That I understand. But that's something you think about and you kind of know, you know, if you're going to rededicate or not. You know it. It's almost uh, you don't need to go away and think about it. You know, you know when you leave the game. Your last game, you're like, oh, this sucks, man. Do I want to do this again? And then two or three or five days later, or as the you know the events start to unfold and you're watching Super Bowl, you're probably thinking to yourself, you know, yeah, I'm I'm ready to come back. You know, you you that's what you know. We all know that. So the whole thing about going into the darkness and emerging with an answer, right? I think when he says that, it now leaves people saying, okay. He has told us when he comes out, he's going to have an answer. So we want to know when he's going in. So he could just say, look, I don't want to tell you the exact day because where I'm going to do this, I, I really don't want any media. I don't want any issues. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, okay, I can respect that. 
But then to be the cryptic portion of all of that, that's what that's what fatigues people. And he always says, well, I don't mean to be cryptic. Yes, you do. You know exactly what you're doing. Yes, you do. You're not an idiot. And we're not idiots. Fans aren't idiots. You know, it's, it's, I, I, that's the portion of it. I think that becomes fatiguing for people, but we didn't bring up the, we didn't even know about this revelation into darkness. He brought it up, you know? So I, you know, and, and this is Carolina who says, um, Aaron Rodgers knows exactly what he's saying because he loves the attention and loves the drama. Make no mistake about it. We've talked about that. We've talked about that. I, I agree. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and give us a call. Um, Who's this from? Uh, this is from Emma, who says, uh, have you talked about Aaron Jones taking less money to stay with the Packers? Uh, is it less money? It is. I Did saw he, Andrew is, Brandt is it, said $5 million less in cash. Right. But it might, with uh, bonuses and everything, correct. be as much. It's it, it's not a raise, and I don't think it's – like he, I think he took less up front. Right. They restructured that deal and did it to where he's making good money, but he is not leaving the Packers. Now, I don't think Aaron Jones wants to leave the Packers, be quite honest with you. Um, but as Emma says, look what Aaron Jones did for this team. Why can't Aaron Rodgers understand this to put better players around him and take less money to come back and just play and run it back one or two more times to try to win a Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers, make no mistake about it. Remember last year when he got really snotty on the uh, the Pat McAfee show when word started to come out that it was a three-year, $150 million deal? You remember that, Ben? And he said, it's not. They're wrong. It's not. Remember that? Very clearly. And it was like he never he never came out and said, "Oh well, they were right." He did take less money on the cap. He he made it more cap friendly, but it, it wasn't less money. At least not the way this contract worked out. I mean, he got really kind of snarky with people. This is why people get the fatigue of Aaron Rodgers because. It's to the point now where it's it's kind of like stuff is, it, I'm not going to say fabricated, but it's kind of floated in different directions. But ultimately, the truth is always the truth, you know? And that's that's the fatigue people get. I understand that, Emma. I understand it. 100%. Uh, Gary says, what does this mean for the rest of the team? Would you really bring back... Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb just to appease a quarterback who can't stand the fact that the game is a young man's game. Um, Gary, boy, that is a really good question. There is obviously something valued from veterans and experience. Yes, to answer your question. If you feel everything comes down to what is the value for what you're paying, what you're getting? If you believe Randall Cobb is really integral in working with wideouts, then yes. If you believe that Mercedes Lewis is really good 
at working with just guys in the locker room as a veteran. Yeah. If there's a value to that, that you can put monetarily on it, and he helps the team, you know, but I I don't think you bring them back just to appease the quarterback because, and here's the reason why. And I had a friend of mine who, who, uh, um, is a psychologist, a school psychologist, and he's, he brought this up and it was like something I never heard before. He said, going back to even when Favre had his kind of separate locker and with Red Batty, he said, if you keep older players around to keep an older star comfortable, you allow the older star to remain in the mix and mingle with the older players. And what does that mean? That means the older player does not integrate, you know, integrate himself with the younger guys. You're giving him the, the you know, the, the river has a fork in it. You can either go with what you know or dive in to the other side and become more familiar with the guys around you that are the younger guys in a younger man's game. And he said, you know, it's not always the best to keep a confidant around. It forces the older guy to get involved in new relationships, which are what's needed for young guys to feel like they're a part of that older person's world. And that's what a lot of the young guys just want. They just want to play with Aaron Rodgers. They're like, oh, my God, I'm with a star. I'm with a star. And these guys grew up watching him. And all they want to do is just kind of be in his world a little bit. And if you keep the older guys around, you're kind of like, no, you can't come in my world. I've got my inner circle, as he puts it. That's a which was a great point. You know? So that could be part of it as as well. I mean, I don't want to get too crazy analytical here, but I get I understand that sentimentality. I really do. 877-867-1670. Hang in there. If you want to chime in, you got something to say, whether it's Brewers related, Bucks related, Packers related, whatever it happens to be, phone lines are wide open. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Kemp's. Kemp's is looking for good people right now. And Kemp's is a company right here in Wisconsin, based in Wisconsin. Cedarburg, Wisconsin, to be exact. And they're looking for good people. They need some good people. So if you're looking for a career, go to Kemp's.com. K-E-M-P-S. Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. And uh, they need CDL drivers. They need uh, people that work in the coolers. They need production people. They need some uh, maintenance uh, mechanics and, uh, and assistants. So if you're looking uh, for a career, if you're looking for a good career, right here in our own backyard, go to Kemp's, K-E-M-P, excuse me, K-E-M-P-S dot com. Kemp's dot com. And then go to the bottom of the page and click on careers. That's careers through Kemp's dot com. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Mike says, when I was 63, I retired. At the time, the other guys in my work group were 40 or younger. It was hard to uh, relate to them, even though we uh, get along very well. We had very little in common. And, and Mike, I understand that. 
I understand that. Uh, that. And that's probably some of the stuff that he's going through. But if you don't relate now, it's different. And I don't know what kind of a company you were working at. But if it's different, if you don't, um, you know, as opposed to playing football, if you don't work with those guys and, and immerse yourself with those guys, because at this point, yes, you are the Hall of Famer. Yes, you are the superstar. But in order to continue that, don't you then have to be that leader to kind of immerse yourself in their world? You can't tell them to be older. They don't have that experience. So what you have to do is rely upon your experience to go, this is what it was like when I came into the league, what I had to do, what I had to, to do to relate. So I have to kind of bring myself down to their level to get them up to my level, right? So I, and again, I don't know what it is you did. I don't know if you were working on a production line or if you were driving cars or trucks or I, I have no idea. But I, I think it's, it's pertinent in this particular case, which we can't really, we, you and I can't relate really to, to, to being a superstar in the NFL. But I think it's important that if you're going to do that, you've got to kind of immerse yourself down into their world rather than try to bring them up into your world. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's like yeah, you it's, talking about the days before VHS tapes correct. on this show, you know? Correct. I used to watch uh, VHS tapes, but not before that. Right. Uh, I don't even know what the hell was before VH, VHS tapes. I don't know if there was anything, right? Well, whatever, was cable, data. whatever cable stuff you were talking about. Yeah, well, we were talking about cable before the advent of cable, cable TV. That I remember, yes. But uh, the advent of cable TV, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> You uh, you thought that was a, a nice conversation, wasn't it? You, you? You learned something there, right, Ben? I'm just, I'm drawing analogies, Bill. Okay. That's all. But, see, I look at it like this. Okay, so I'm, I'm 55, and you're how old? 24. 24, okay. But if you and I don't talk and we don't discuss certain things and I don't see where your strengths and weaknesses are and such, then it makes it impossible for us to do our job together, right? Yeah, I, I actually do think it's a good comparison, joking about the the discussion about cable aside. Right. I, I mean, I, a lot of lines of work, it it's different. But for one, like, not to compare radio to football, because then I kind of sound stupid, but th there is some sense of getting on the same page, obviously, with Just the receivers. Just in the age. Just in the age. There's nothing about stardom or, you know, anything like that. We're not dealing with that. What we're dealing with is just, just strictly the age difference. Well, I would also say getting on the same page, the, the concept of that to perform, right? Correct. Like if you're doing other jobs, there might not be the same level of camaraderie needed than Correct. say, I, I mean, I'll compare it, you know, doing a radio show is just like playing wide receiver in the NFL for that exact reason. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, in the case, I think I'm the wide receiver, which is surprising because <laughs> I have knee problems. <laughs> That's okay. You're still, you're a possession guy. You're coming out of the slot. You're a possession guy. You just keep it slow and steady right down the middle. There you go. I like that. So, <laughs> but it, you, if, if, if you don't, now it's not to say, now don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is not dressing in a different part of the, the locker room. He's not going to Red Batty's office. He's not segregating himself from the young guys. He still talks to them. I mean, all of that. But the, it's, it's tough to, you know, like he said, 
you know, well, those guys, I don't play, I don't go home and play video games. I don't go do that. I don't talk about that kind of stuff. You don't have that kind of stuff in, in common. So I, it is difficult to talk about certain things, which is the reason Romeo Dobbs said, when we are in the building, it's all business. He's all business. And I, I can understand that. You know, now you can still share stuff. And Ben, you're you're a different commodity because you're not as sitting at home every night, uh, you know, playing video games and Madden and all that kind of stuff, right? No, I'm not. I'm uh, I, I'm watching things that yeah. people my age normally don't watch. But yeah. I, I I will note, isn't there a difference though? Remember last year or two years ago, the whole thing with Rogers and MVS and them going to Barnes and Noble together. Hmm. I yep. I did hear the Romeo Dobb comments and think back and how big of a deal Rogers made that about how yeah, he's going he, to show MDS all his reading material. Right. And how he was asking him to kind of, isn't it like the Aaron Rodgers book club or something like that? Yeah. Almost like he, you know, there are certain things he wants you to read and get on the same page. And, you know, I mean, you're right. What happened to all of that? I mean, I don't know if they still do it or not. I couldn't tell you, but it, it's, it's what happened to all of that. Where, where did that aspect of, you know, reaching out go? So, I again, it's a lot of discussion. Here's the thing. It's a lot of discussion about nothing. It really is. It's a lot of discussion about nothing. Um, there's not much more to it. Until he makes some kind of a decision, I, I, I still think that um, I still stay with what I feel about Rodgers returning. If he's all in, you bring him back. If he's not, he's not. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, we can analyze the hell out of it, but it's ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, I have the Tigers says, uh, hey, guys, great discussion, great comparison. Uh, I wonder if Aaron Rodgers sits down to eat any dinners with these guys when they're on the road or if it's just him and the veterans and everybody else. Um, no, it, it didn't sound like there was segregation when they, I mean, they, they do stuff as a team and team stuff together. Now, when it comes to going to dinner or something like that on the road, or like when they were over in London, I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, uh, he goes on to say, I, the tiger says, uh, it's all a part of being a leader. If you can't relate to everybody, then how can you be the leader of all men rather than just a few? Uh, and he goes on to say that the ones that are already your followers, those are your followers. It's the ones that aren't that you have to win over. That's a great point. And I was talking about that before in the sense of baseball fans. Baseball fans are baseball fans. And talking about the gray area, those those are the ones you got to win over. That's that's a really good point. It's a really good point. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports. A blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Uh, Dean brings up a point. I wanted to get to this uh, regarding uh, the Brewers. Um. Dean said, uh, but at what point do the, do the taxpayers get to be considered in all of this when you talk about the Brewers and the, uh, the upgrades to the stadium and such? Uh, they can't be perpetually asked to provide hundreds of millions of dollars to the Brewers. Sure they can. Sure they can. First of all, it wasn't perpetually. It was you were asked in the beginning to build a stadium. 
You had your chance to vote for the people that did and did not vote for the stadium. So, yes, you can be asked. Secondly, don't forget about all the salaries, the merchandise, the parking, the food. Everything that comes into that stadium, everything that comes into that team is taxable. It goes to the state revenue. Secondly, thirdly, you just, this is in the budget surplus of $7 billion, $290 million of which they're asked to do some upgrades to the stadium. Your choice would then be to upgrade the stadium and keep it up to standard or to let it go and eventually have the lease of the team be broken. If the team would then choose to go somewhere else, they could. They are like a free agent. They can go somewhere else. Some of you just have this uh, taxpayer dollar thing, and that's fine, and I understand it. I, I, I empathize with it. But I also know what our community would be, what our state would be, without some of this stuff. You know, I will hear from it because I travel the state. I hear from municipalities, hey, we got this out of this, this from the state because of taxes. You know, was it that specific? Was it Giannis's salary that brought that in? I don't know. But it's, it's due in part to the teams that we have here. You act like all you do is spend money and you don't receive any benefit, and that's not true. The athletes that make money in this state, the players that are here, the merchandise that's brought in, the parking, the revenue, the gas, the tailgate fare, all of that stuff that is spent, all that money that's spent on all of that is all taxable income to the state of Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, you do benefit and you do have a say you just voted at the polls for governor. The governor is now asking this to be a part of that budget. There's a surplus of money and this, what he wants, this is what he wants to do with it. Regardless of your political side, Democrat, Republican, independent, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, you 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 can you have a say in this. But is it yours specifically to vote on? No. But you can contact legislators, sure. You you can. But I think everybody knows and everybody realizes the benefit of having teams in in their state. Can you fathom this state as you come up on some of these these lease agreements, you know, eventually you're going to have it with the Pfizer form again, and eventually you're going to have it again with the Brewers and then the Packers. And, you know, it's it's people, you know, the Packers will sell stock and people will throw money at it. That's public funding, right? That's your choice. You're doing it via choice. Oh, my God, I so, think you just cracked the code. Right. How do the Brewers pay Corbin Burns, and how do they upgrade their stadium, and how do they actually put a really good team on the field? They need to start selling paper stock cards. Paper stock cards. There you go. That'll fix everything. Yeah. Maybe do that. No more Paige Sporanic bobblehead night. No (laughs) X-Golf. Everybody buy. You'll be a public shareholder of the Brewers. But let's be honest. Where that money came from was a tax within the five counties of things that would normally be spent on via out-of-state revenue, such as hotels and cabs and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't just strictly a tax on the people. But, you know, you people come up from Chicago, they pay tax. People that come in town from St. Louis, they pay tax. Cincinnati, from Pittsburgh, from Minnesota, 
Kansas City. You know, they all pay taxes when they come here. When they buy those tickets, that that's that money go it it's the revenue goes to the to the team. The taxes go to the state. And it's a large amount of money if you lose those teams that walks out of the state of Wisconsin. Now, does it offset the cost of some of these venues? No. There is something to be said, though, for the community, the benefits to the community of what we have. We we are a big league city. We are a big league state. You know? So I, I, I'm never... Nobody ever likes to pay more money. I completely understand that. As a homeowner, a property owner, I get it. Okay, I, I, I empathize with you. But if I know that I'm going to get a little bit better coverage via my parks department, if I'm going to get, a, you know, imagine some of this stuff without that tax money and without that community, not just because of my job here, okay, take that out of the mix, but just without having that camaraderie of, Brewers fans, Packers fans, Badgers fans, Bucks fans. If you just flat out said, nope, nothing's going to be spent. We're not going to do it. Not for sports. Okay? Then think about the kids in the sense that you're not going to pay for sports. You're not going to pay for big league sports. Well, big league sports don't turn around a trickle-down effect to the parks department. So they don't have anybody to take care of the field. So soccer fields, baseball fields, all that stuff could go by the wayside. Some of your first, first responders, some of the equipment they need could go by the wayside. I'm not painting a terrible picture that if you don't have sports, your, your town is going to go to hell. But I'm just saying it's a big, big revenue driver for state tax income. So don't don't cut off your nose to spite your face sometimes, I guess is what I'm saying. But I agree with you. Nobody, nobody, likes, to, uh, <laughs> nobody likes to pay taxes. Uh, but this is not – this is not – a new tax. This is money that's there now in this budget that is going to upgrade the facility that you and I have paid for and enjoy and want to enjoy and want to continue to enjoy. You know, I don't, I don't think anybody looked at this and said, you know what? Boy, once American family field or Miller park, whatever, once it's done in 20 years, we're going to build a new one. Nobody looks at it that way. We want this thing to last for a hundred years. Right. And then beyond, you know, I yeah. It, when we talk about all this stuff of legislation and what can be done in the future, if I because I I do pay taxes in this state, if if there were to be something on some bill or some law, I would like as a tax holder and someone I guess who funds the stadium, I would like a say when they open and close the roof. I think the people should be able to decide. We if, vote on it. Oh my god! Maybe it, when maybe when you walk in, you vote for no, those the that are actually should there. Should start a Twitter poll every morning: roof open okay. or roof closed? Because okay. you know some of those days where it's like, oh, there's two two percent chance of rain in the forecast. They close the roof, and it's a freaking sauna. Uh, I would like if for those that are paying to go there, that are going to the game, when you walk in, there's a button. Sure. Open or closed. Every entrance has a button, open or closed, and everybody punches that button as you walk in. If it's beautiful and then it rains later, the people that are there are the ones that are deciding. So they're the ones that face the consequences anyway. Exactly. That's democracy at its finest. I like that. Dean says true, but if... if, uh, Go ahead. I I was just going to say I have good ideas. It's just sometimes they're not packaged. Oh, no, you're brilliant. No, see, this is where the the young and the old come together. We have an agreement. I'm right there with you. I would not mind a good old rain game. 
I used to love rain delays, man. I used to love hanging out and have that drizzle fall and, you know, the ponchos come out. and Hell, yeah, oh. I'm all for it. Oh, I love that game stuff. gets canceled. You get a double header, single admission the next day. There's nothing better. <laughs> I love it. Then you're I'm hammered by it. the fourth inning of game one, and you find right? your way through game two. Oh, it's yeah. so fun. It's like, yeah, we haven't had a rain out in however many years since it's been open, 20-whatever. It's like, yeah, but if you had rain outs, things would be more interesting. Um, in my opinion. Chris says, 23 years and $600 million was collected to not only pay for Miller Park, but also to provide a reserve fund to do the necessary repairs through the life expectancy of the stadium. Uh, no, not the life expectancy. It was to do the minor repairs and the upkeep for the stadium. I agree with that. The taxes only sunsetted less than two years ago. But what you're missing the point is, is that it was based upon taxes collected. We went through a pandemic. We went through a recession. The amount of taxes collected were not equal to what the money was supposed to be paid. It was whenever it got paid. It got paid. He said it's preposterous that the team needs additional uh, uh, additional stuff. Uh, no, it's not preposterous. Because there are things that need to be replaced. The bogeys need to be replaced. Those those giant you know things up top. They need to have upkeep on the on the roof of that stadium and things within it. Uh, you know, he, uh, Dean says true, but if we're referring to two gubernatorial elections, if it's that, then the legislator ex- election stated we wanted checks and balances to the spending produced at the, the surplus, blah, blah, blah. All the other small, large Wisconsin counties, here we go, provide citizens and same tax ban- uh, bennies as the brewers. No, they don't. Some big companies do, some don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. But when is enough enough? Okay. If it means losing a team for $290 million and you're going to say good riddance, then you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Feel good. So when you go, there you go, they're out of here. I've got rid of them. Then what? Then what? Because if everybody had the same attitude, Lambeau Field would not be built. Packers would have been gone by now. I can't imagine a state that just says, okay, talk to you later. Ask Seattle about that. Seattle was dying to get the Bucs. Dying to get the Bucs. They lost their team. They couldn't stand it. They're dying to get a team back. They're dying to get an NBA team back there. Any city that's lost a team, you ask them. Ask them what it meant to them after the fact. Uh, 877-867-167. Now, don't get me wrong. This should not be commensurate to spending on the field. You know, I understand that. If you're going to be talking, you know, it, it, put it this way. If this team's coming off of a good playoff run, going to an NLCS, it's completely different. And then people are like, no brainer. Keep them here, man. We're, we're right on the cusp of winning World Series. You don't want to lose this. It's just same thing with Rodgers. Rodgers comes off of a terrific year. Nobody wants to get rid of him. But the minute we are that society, man, fast food, out the door, out the window, we want it now. If it's not good, if it's not great, if it's not hot, if it's not fresh, if it's not to our liking, then get rid of it. Screw you. Out of here. That's the way we are. Instead of looking at uh, the entire forest, man, as a whole, and not just looking at a tree in front of us. Now, Ben Simmons is different. Get rid of him because he's a goofball. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take one more break. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show.
on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you're uh, kind of peering out of the window right now and you see the sun and you're like, boy, that looks nice. But you look at the snow and you're like, ah, that doesn't look so nice. Maybe you want to take a cruise. Maybe you want to go someplace warm. I know a lot of my friends are right now. Uh, man, oh, man. And maybe you want to call our friends over at Cruise Planners. Kirk and the gang, they, they not only for cruises, okay, they do all-inclusives. They do land and sea, by the way. So it doesn't matter either thing. And if you want to go, say, to the Keys, or you want to go to an all-inclusive in Mexico, you want to go, um, you know, you want to go, say, uh, you know, to a cruise in the Bahamas, or you want to take a trip to Acapulco, or, or internationally, they, they can do it. They can set you up for it. they got some really great deals right now, especially you can put down a small deposit. Say you want to do it next year. You're looking out this time, you're going, I can't afford next year. You know, I can't afford to do it this year. Let's do it next year. And you're kind of like, eh, you know, so give them a call. Put a small deposit down. They can even finance it for you. 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. And they can put together the whole trip. They can say, okay, this is when you're going to leave. This is when your next payment is due. You know, this is what the finance would be. Suppose you want to do this big trip of a lifetime, but you don't have the money, but they can finance it for you. Would you rather do that? Yes. They can help you out. That's our friends at Cruise Planners. Kirk and the gang can get you done. Call them, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. There you go. Um, the, uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we opened up a whole, whenever you start to talk about money and, and taxpayer money, it opens up this this you know can of worms that it's tough to it's a it's a it's a rabbit hole you can go down you're never going to win the argument you're just trying to explain things um as best you can look some people are for it some people are against it i understand it if the team were playing really really good baseball and they were looking at uh, this season as being a world series contender more people are all in the fact that they've gone on the cheap they've done a lot of things in in a lot of different ways that haven't been really good uh, and we've talked about this with Josh Hader last year, David Stearns at the end of the season, calling it a career here. Uh, you got Craig Council, not really sure what he wants to do down the stretch. You know, Hunter Renfro, they get rid of him for basically cash. Um, you know, it's just it, not bringing in big name free agents, but yet telling everybody to their face into the camera going, well, it's not about the money, but clearly it's about the money. Then I think things would be a little bit different, but. Right now they're not, and but I'm not willing to say I'm giving up on the Brewers and I'm kicking out the franchise for 290 million bucks. It, it just it, it that doesn't make sense. So I I, I respect everybody's opinion uh, for those that are against it, but you know to me as somebody that goes to the stadium and enjoys the stadium, and if the stadium needs upgrades in many different areas and and it keeps it viable and keeps them keeps them going here, I'm all for that. I I just I. You know, you know, I had a few people that are listening to the program outside of the area that said, hey, we're not a big league city. Wisconsin should be extremely proud. You have the Packers, the Brewers, the Bucks. You have big-time college basketball and football. That is a terrific state to be in sports-wise. And the 
And, and he says the fact is that the entire state gets behind all of those teams, not just one city, is phenomenal. And I completely agree. I look at it, you know, growing up as a kid, I was in Cincinnati, Ohio. People in Cincinnati didn't give two dams about people in Cleveland and vice versa. And only half of the people that were in those cities gave a damn about Ohio State. It was all the local colleges. It was University of Cincinnati and Xavier and University of Miami of Ohio and Cleveland State. And I can go through all of those colleges. You gave a damn about what was in your own backyard. And, yeah, you kind of looked at Ohio State as the big bad dog. But, you know, what you have here in Wisconsin is the reason this show works in every area. Because for the most part, I mean, we can all be pissed off and mad and angry and yell at each other. But for the most part, you and I were Packers fans, we're Brewers fans, we're Bucks fans, we're Badgers fans. And, and it kind of trickles down from there. And Marquette fans, UWM fans. I mean, I go back to when Bruce Pearl was here. You know, right after Bo Ryan kind of stacked the cupboard, Bruce Pearl took over and took UWM to a Sweet 16. The entire state was behind him. I mean, it was just like this was just an incredible Cinderella run. You know, I remember this. Every place was just crazy, you know. So we get behind our sports here. We understand it. We love it. We eat it. We breathe it. It, it is what it is. You know, I mean, I, I look at it as, you know, it's like with businesses. Businesses get breaks to build factories, to build certain things, manufacturing facilities, outlets and such here to employ people in the state of Wisconsin. Why? Because you're going to put people to work. You're going to get that tax revenue back. It makes you a better industrial state. It makes you a better manufacturing state. It makes you a better silicon state. There's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to all of that, to living in that community. You may not see the financial rewards actually fall into your lap. But there's a lot of benefits to that. So me, I'm on the positive side. If if you're not, you're not. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, ben, is there anything we missed today? <laughs> I was uh, going to try to lighten the mood with some stories. However, okay. Uh, speaking of a story that has absolutely nothing to do with money, the uh, PGA Tour had a big win in court against Live Golf last night. Oh, what happened? Uh, I, I I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those ongoing things where um, I, I I guess it's a win. I I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm trying to okay. stay away from you know all this money talk. Uh, today is Michael Jordan's birthday. We did yep. not properly discuss that, nor whether he is the greatest basketball player ever. Um, you know what? On Monday we could do the Mount Rushmore basketball players. <laughs> no, we're not. Never happened. <laughs> and then uh, finally, I guess this hits home more for me. The NFL is expected to look into banning what the Eagles do. The tush push is what they call it. With Jalen Hurts doing the QB sneak <laughs> and they push him from behind. The NFL is looking to ban it because it isn't, quote, aesthetically pleasing. Which okay. I think is stupid. And I'll leave it at that. I've never been a big, fa- I've, I've never been a big fan of guys driving you into the end zone. It's but- football. You know, it, it is football, it. but, you know, maybe and maybe you limit it to one guy, but not five. <laughs> so maybe you go in that direction. I don't one, know. That's one, a good, we'll talk, we'll talk about that on Monday. Cheek. Yeah, maybe we do that. <laughs> maybe we do that. There you go. Good stuff today, though. Hey, get out and enjoy the weekend. We're going to there's going to be so much this weekend. We're going to talk about come Monday. I look forward to getting back here. Going to be at the Special Spaces Charity Gala tonight going to be out walking Winterfest in, in Cedarburg tomorrow. Just enjoying myself on Sunday. Till then, time for us to go. Have a go. Boop. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.